Barcello. I'm your host for this show. Glad to be with you here at Republic Broadcasting Network. Please, friends, we are totally listener-supported. Um, it, it would mean a lot to us if you would send donations so you could keep us going, keep this information flowing. I have a very interesting and special guest today. Her name is Julie Lapine, and um, she has written a book called Under a Rock, because she is also electrosensitive or has uh, experienced illness as a result of exposure to this satanic grid that now surrounds our earth. So I'm looking forward to talking with her. Julie, welcome to the show. Hi. Hi. Should I call you Julie or Julia? Can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me now? Yeah, I hear you. Okay, okay. still figuring the Skype thing out. <laughs> yeah. All right. Should I call you Julie or Julia? Julia. Okay, Julia. Welcome to Republic Broadcasting Network. So I just gave you a very brief introduction because uh, I've only just begun reading your book. I'm probably about a quarter of the way through it, so I don't know your full story. Um, I would be happy if you'd be willing to share briefly about um, what brought you into this work uh, to write a book about electrosensitivity and your own experience of how you're surviving it. For sure. Well, I decided to write a book because the information needs to be out there. And when it first started happening to me, which was around 2011, 2012, um, I wished there. W- I wished that there was a book like this because I was in the dark ages. I was like scavenging biology books out of the free bin because I had no money, just trying to figure out like, okay, what's going on with my brain that's making me feel these things. And luckily, I met another EMF sensitive person who was who really guided me through it and told me, "It's not you that has the problem; it's the world that has the problem." Which I intuitively knew, um, but it helped to have support to confirm it. Um, But what happened for me was I first, I was actually living in remote areas um, already outside of the Moab, Utah area. And doing a lot of backpacking and living in caves, practicing survival skills and basically doing this for fun and having a great time. But I noticed that whenever I went back into town once or twice a week or so, I started feeling these really weird vibes. And that was all I could 
describe it as. I didn't understand the electromagnetic spectrum at the time. And I noticed, especially when I used my cell phone, I felt off. I'd get these pains in the right side of the of my head where I held the phone to, um, and it was very obvious that it was that there was a correlation. Um, yeah. And at the time, um, as long as I didn't use the phone or didn't stay too long in town, I would feel okay. And. I existed like this for a couple of years, but things got progressively worse over time, and I could tolerate less and less time in town to the point where I would only go in every, you know, whenever I needed groceries, but I would get someone else to do it for me if I could, or just really minimize my time because it was making me feel awful. And at that point, I was getting sick and getting major digestive issues and malnutrition and headaches and weird, just weird things that still mostly went away when I went into the wilderness areas and I, I, I would feel better. But over time it started, um, go ahead. Uh, I wanted to, I, I really want you to continue your story, but on a personal level, I've been sensitive since two, well, about the same time as you, but for the last five or six years, it's really cooked up and I have also developed digestive issues that have not resolved in the last couple of months and I wonder and I'm in a totally clean house there's nothing here Mm -hmm. the dirty electricity is way low like 11 you know when I plug in the dirty electricity meter it's it's a good house but my digestion is screwed up and you had mentioned um, gallbladder that, that you had gallbladder stuff um, how did you know? Um, can you hear me? I yeah. um, I eventually had to I had to go to the doctor, which actually took me years to get it together to do this because um, you know go, for EMF sensitive people, you'd understand going to the doctor is a really bad thing. The fields in those environments um, can cause devastating reactions. But I finally made it to the doctor and got an endoscopy, and they figured it out. That it was gallbladder. Okay, gall. Was it gallstones? Uh, they just all they told me was that it was completely congested and barely functional. They didn't say whether or not it was stones, and they told me as you know, chop and remove basically, which I didn't do. And I eventually, through through diet and lifestyle changes, I was eventually able to heal it, and it feels fine now. I. For the first time in 20 years, I'm not suffering digestive issues. I feel fine. And this was amazing. This is amazing. I didn't think this could actually happen. Now, the other issue I was dealing with was candida. Yeah. And how did you know that? Because I think that's part of my issue as well. I suspected it for a while, but the the doctor diagnosed it, which doctors usually don't diagnose candida. But... This one did because it was so bad. It was centralized in my esophagus and spread through my whole body. And they told me, of course, that I should take antibiotics and wipe it out, which... Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, the worst advice. I knew that was the worst advice possible because antibiotic use causes candida. So I didn't do that either. And um, I'd been fighting... See, I'd suspected I had candida and I'd been fighting it for about 20 years and nothing worked. But I finally actually did cure it, and I've been symptom-free for years now. 
And this enzyme supplement called Candex completely knocked it out within a month, like after a 20-year battle, seriously. So I talked about that in the book, and I recommend that to anyone who thinks they're suffering with it. Um, I'm writing it down. Yeah, I think I might be suffering with it and maybe something else going on as well. But, yeah, thank you for that. Okay. For sure. Yeah, it's really helpful. It's interesting because I just want to share with my listeners and with you that in 2011, when I moved back to the mainland, I had been living on Maui for a number of years. And I had noticed while living on Maui, I think I was using Wi-Fi there, but I noticed this constant um, tickling around my thyroid. Yes. Mm -hmm. And when I got back to the mainland, I developed full-blown thyroid disorder, hypothyroid. And I was on Wi-Fi also when I came back. So that was my first symptom in 2011 and 12, was the thyroid and the irregular heartbeat. It's only now in looking back that I realize it's totally connected to to this Satan grid. You know, and people need to understand the symptoms uh, of being exposed so that they right away make the connection to what's actually causing it, you know? For sure. Um, Interesting. I didn't talk about it in the book, but I did have thyroid problems, too. I was hypothyroid uh, for years when I was living in a house in, in a suburban area before I'd even heard of electrosensitivity. And I took um, I took iodine for it, and I guess it started getting better. But now it's completely fine. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Thank you. I know you um, you speak eloquently in terms of describing what's called a threshold event, something that pushes people, I guess, over the edge. Can you explain? what a threshold event is and what your threshold event was, because I think it's a very interesting story. All right. Um, yeah. So from my understanding of it, a threshold event is usually a large exposure of some kind that pushes the sensitivity up a notch. It's like it goes in, it goes in steps. It's not like you gradually get more and more sensitive. It's more like um, a large event that multiplies it exponentially, usually overnight. And, and in between those threshold levels, your sensitivity can vary by time of day and um, by uh, how good your health is at, a t- at the time, how good your um, immune system is and how much exposure you're getting. But um, on a macro level, there's these thresholding events that are common to all electrosensitives and um, the way that I describe it in the book is there's three levels, alpha one, alpha two, alpha three. Alpha one is people who can feel the fields and think that they're kind of annoying, but can mostly live a normal life. Um, alpha two, people are disabled by the fields and need to really take steps to minimize their exposure, and but they can still get a little bit of exposure and go to town and get groceries and things. And then alpha three are people that are very, very disabled and get sick if they're, if they go anywhere near anything electrical and they really can't handle much. Um, So for me, I believe I was alpha one for years because I'd, 
I just felt weird when I was in town. But uh, the thresholding into Alpha 2 was for me in 2012, I I had the brilliant idea of climbing a cell tower to face my fears, which was one of the dumbest things I've ever done, but it seemed like a good idea at the time. And I followed my friend up this cell tower because he was climbing it and he's like, the view is great up there. (laughs) So, So I climbed up this cell tower and it had a big microwave antenna on it, one of those big round ones. And I was in front of this antenna and just all of a sudden started feeling woozy and dizzy. So climbed down and went home, had dinner and went to bed and just felt for about a week, I didn't feel right, just kind of kind of dizzy and not quite myself. And eventually that wore off, but I always felt more sensitive ever since. Yeah, yeah. Two things I want to um, say to that. One is that in my book, called Our Wireless Devices Really Safe. I have an image of uh, water tower workers. They went up on the water tower where microwave transmitters were all over the tower, right at the level they were walking on the catwalk. And one of them dropped dead, literally, was was hanging from the tower. Okay, it took it took people hours to get his dead body off that tower. And there were two other workers that completely collapsed and couldn't get down. Oh, my God. There's an image of this guy hanging dead off of a tower, a water tower with microwave transmitters all over it. He was in his 20s. Okay. And do you know what the media said? This was in California. This was in Southern California. Mm-hmm. They had passed out from the heat. It was wow. 90 degrees that day. Okay, they're standing next to microwave transmitters that had probably caused the water to boil extensively. The heat on that tower must have been extraordinarily deadly, not to mention the, the waves themselves. Wow, huh? And they blamed it on the heat of the day. They blame it on the sun. Go this figure. That's <laughs> why people in the media need to be executed. Yeah, okay? seriously. <laughs> seriously. They need to be executed for their filthy, disgusting lies and the way that they're manipulating people's minds so that people do not understand the danger that they're in. Secondly, I want to say, before we, I let you go, <laughs> you call the cell towers Satan tow- Satan trees. Got to tell it how it is. I love this. Can you talk about that? Well, it's just that was actually a term that my friend came up with and it caught on. It's catchy. I got I try to get everyone saying it because, you know, it it is what it is, especially those ones that they disguise to look at like trees. It's like that's not fooling anybody. No, it's not fooling anybody. And, you know. It's important to stress that they are Satan trees. What do I mean? They are emitting frequencies that are Luciferian, that are life-destroying, that are generated through the destruction of matter, the destruction of atoms, through the torture of innocent molecules. I don't know how deep you've gone into this material, but I've gone pretty deep into it in terms of how they're generating these frequencies, Julie. 
Yeah, I haven't looked deep into it, but it's it's very interesting. And I, I just know, I mean, God didn't create them. They're non-native frequencies to the earth. There's nothing in earth or from the sun that is this frequency or anything similar to it. So our bodies are just not able to adapt to it. And that's why you have to laugh when they send, you know, you, they put out these graphs of the electromagnetic spectrum, what they call the electromagnetic spectrum. And by the way, autism, autistic children are said to be on the spectrum for a reason, friends. Okay? But this spectrum that they're talking about is absolutely not based on the Earth spectrum. Even though they put the sun on their spectrum, the sun is a completely different energy. The radiation coming from our source is a completely different energy than the rest of their alien spectrum. And I do mean alien. It is not of this earth. For sure. And that reminds me, um, sunbathing feels great for electrosensitives, and I recommend you do it as much as possible. And they tell us that the sun is bad for us and causes cancer. But I'm skeptical of that because the more I sunbathe, especially laying on the ground and sunbathing, it really seems to heal damage from being Wi-Fi. There's two things I want to um, say to that. First of all, you got to be careful where you're grounding. Yeah, That's- you're right. Yeah, you're in a good place right now, and I'm looking forward to you telling people what's happened for you or where you ended up. Um, So it's good that you can ground there, but a lot of people are in the middle of suburbia or cities, and you really can't ground there because there's so much electrical energy running through the earth right now because of this grid that it's not even safe to ground in these places. It can be actually harmful. So... With respect to the sun and the radiation coming from the sun, what the radiation industry likes to do is to convolute natural radiation and frequencies with the technologically produced radiation and frequencies. They're not the same. These are diametrically opposed energies. Radiation used to mean before this this whole nightmare started. The word radiation used to mean, you know, light, brilliant light emanating from our sun. It had all kinds of positive um, connotations. But now the word radiation is deadly. It describes a deadly energy. So we, you know, and all of this is in my ultrasound book. The whole description of how they've played this game to try to convolute these two energies as if they're the same. They are not the same. They are diametrically opposed energies. One is from the good, one is from the side of evil. We've got to go to break in about 10 seconds. So uh, when we come back, we'll talk more with Julie about her life experience, which I think is incredibly valuable. Um, In the meantime, please understand there's a distinction, and Julie's right, we should get out in the sun. We need to get natural light as opposed to Luciferian light. We'll be right back. As we join together in synergy, we're invited to live our divinity. It's the birth of a new way on planet the birth of a new age. 
Homeowners, if your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer, you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home. If you've already lost your home, are in foreclosure, or even in good standing, you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue and your property can be restored to you, and your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. State laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultations are free, and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects. Please call 855-253-3748. 855-2-KEEP-IT-TODAY. Folks, we're living in a world the likes of which we've never perceived any clearer than we do now. The plan for global governance has been in the works for generations and would have likely been achieved by now, but for the fact that the globalists left open their Achilles heel. With all their tools, Federal Reserve System, fiat currency, no child left behind, and then common core education introduced to our schools to dumb us down, vaccines, pharmaceuticals to lobotomize us, GMO foods, insertion of compromised or bought and paid for politicians, judges, mainstream media propaganda, all pieced together like a puzzle designed to ultimately bring the world under submission. But with all their strategy, they forgot one thing, knowledge. And knowledge is power. With knowledge, their bombardment is nullified. Folks, with that, as brilliant and knowledgeable as you become, among the wisest audience of any radio audience in the world, and you are, I want you to take a moment to reflect and ask yourself, how much of that knowledge did I obtain from Republic Broadcasting Network? How high has my consciousness been raised since I've been a listener? How fast am I now able to discriminate truth from fake news by being a Republic Broadcasting listener? How clear am I now able to see the world since I've been listening to RBN? Ask yourselves those questions, folks. Then ask yourself, what is that knowledge worth to me? Like my morning coffee, how would I survive without it? A voice of truth and a sea of lies. Do we not all need to make sure it survives? Like public broadcasting, we are now finding we can only survive with listener support. Censorship, advertisers being attacked, truth itself being attacked. It's the only way through this. We at Republic Broadcasting humbly ask you to become a supporter. Look at your budget and make a determination of what Republic Broadcasting is worth to you and what you can afford on a monthly basis. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and pledge 20, 30, 40, 50, if possible, 100 a month or more if it's affordable. Click the Donate button and become a regular monthly donor. Assure both us and yourself that Republic Broadcasting Truth will continue to flow like that morning coffee. The network thanks you. Here with Julie Lapine, we are kind of soul sisters, having been um, on a similar path in terms of feeling these satanic frequencies. Some people are much more sensitive to them. I love Julie's thoughts about the people who are more sensitive to them. Julie, can you talk a little bit about that before we before we talk about um, your comment about the destruction of civilization? Who's more sensitive to these frequencies, in your opinion? Um, well, there's some general risk factors for developing electrosensitivity. Um, women tend to be more sensitive. 
Although I think it may be misdiagnosed in men sometimes because men tend to not be as conscious of what they're feeling or as in tune with it. So it may actually be more common in men than we think. Um, Also, people who have had mercury fillings in their teeth, I think, are more sensitive to them. I used to have them, but I got them taken out, but I'm still sensitive. Um, What else? Um, uh, people, People who have other conditions such as Lyme disease or gluten sensitivity or um, chemical sensitivity always overlaps with EMF sensitivity. Um, so, yeah, those are some of the risk factors for developing it, but um, anyone can. It, it, I want to stress that it can happen to anyone. Um, often it's caused by a large radiation exposure. Telecom workers develop it on a regular basis. And the telecommunications companies have a high turnover of workers, especially the people that, that install antennas. Yeah. I know there was, when I was doing the research for my ultrasound book, I went on a website called Microwaved Vets. So veterans, military veterans um, who've been exposed to microwaves have a very long um symptom list of what they might experience. I turned that list into a a graph so people could see the many ways sensitivity to this energy can show up. You had also mentioned something very interesting about people with high IQs. Yeah, I don't I don't know why, but it does seem to affect the the fittest of the fit, people who are in good health otherwise, and smart, creative, um, just like the best of the best, really. It's like, um, even though they may have sensitivities to things, it's generally not affecting sick people. Um, I mean, they may, it may give someone cancer, but they wouldn't necessarily be feeling the fields and be considered electrosensitive, if you know what I mean. Yeah. I mean, One of the things I've thought about, first of all, I also think trauma, how much trauma we've had and how sensitive the nervous system has become from the trauma. That's one piece that I think, who was it? Dr. Reyes, I think his name was, talked about the impact of trauma on the nervous system and the increase in sensitivity. But I also think those who are vegetarian, for example, those who have been eating organic for a lot of years, those who really try to maintain a clean diet, I think they're less acclimated to the Luciferian world. (laughs) I I think you're right. Not that I recommend eating non-organic as a preventative, but um, because then you might get sick in other ways, but I think you're probably onto something there. Yeah, because we, the Luciferian world involves all the toxicity. Do you know what I'm saying? It involves a lot of brutality and toxic stuff. For and, sure. And people have become, like, they fit into it somehow. Yeah. And there, there's other people that say, no, I don't want that. I'm going to do things differently. I won't be using toxic laundry detergent and toxic soaps and shampoos on my body and putting toxic stuff on my lawn. I'm not going to do that, you know. And those people seem to be the ones 
that we call chemical sensitive. Right. Yeah. There's something wrong with this picture that we're the ones with the problem. <laughs> Whereas in reality, these disgusting chemicals and unnatural um, cooked oils and trans fats from McDonald's and such, they, they just gum up the nervous system and paralyze the neurons. So maybe we're not reacting to EMF as much, but they're probably still going to get sick. Everybody's going to everybody's going to feel it at some point. I don't know if any living thing can develop immunity to, well, there might be some creatures on this earth. <laughs> and I won't go into that with you today, Julie, because I know it's not typically what you talk about. But my listeners will know the creatures on this earth, they may be able to develop uh, an immunity to this energy because it's part of their genetic coding. Um, so we'll see if that's actually accurate. But those of us that are born of pristine mankind are not going to do well. Everybody's going to be affected by it one way or the other, even if they're not diagnosed, like my parents. Both of them are gone now, my stepdad and my mother. I'm convinced that they've both transitioned as a result of the exposure. We've got to go to break. We'll be right back. tuned in to the republic broadcasting network visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org have you been looking for a trusted long-term storable food company we have a solution for you simply clean foods is dedicated to providing the best quality food you can buy next to fresh from a farmer's market Our line of resealable fruits, vegetables, and meats are suitable for everyday use, and you won't have to worry about throwing away valuable groceries ever again. Our food is completely GMO-free, and our stringent quality controls, plus testing for heavy metals, makes us unique in the storable foods market. Simply Clean Foods' primary focus is to bring clean food to people all around the world and change the way we look at freeze-dried food in our daily cooking. When you purchase from Simply Clean Foods, not only will you be receiving high-quality food, but you will also be supporting veterans in need across the country and those who are affected by natural disasters. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on Long-Term Food Storage in the rotating sponsors' banners to support RBN. Simply Clean Foods. Do it today. Tehibo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea helps build red corpuscles in the blood which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit drinksupertea.com. The first word is drink, spelled D-R-I-N-K, then the word super, then the word tea. The complete website is drinksupertea.com. 
or call us at 818-965-9113, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-965-9113. DrinkSuperTea.com. Hi, Tom Bolton for Ease Off. I know so many of you are finding our EZ4 Carcass Drop and Lift an essential tool for your meat processing operation. But today I want to spotlight four of our new products. First, our right height hog cradles with steel or aluminum frames. Our customers love this back-saving innovation that enhances sanitation and speeds production. Next, our beef cradles with stainless steel or aluminum frames eliminate rust and corrosion. We hope you'll compare our quality and prices for this essential part of your processing line. Our cradles are especially effective when used with our power skinner. And finally, our hook tumbler will keep your hooks clean and polished. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC, 417-932-6419. Because we got two callers waiting on the line. Francis from North Carolina, what would you like to say? Well, hello, folks. Uh, hello. Just a quick thought. In light of the aspect of the nervous system being affected by the uh, various chemicals and additives or who knows what that's being pumped into the food chain and so forth, there's another, I guess you could say, endocrine gland among the many glands in the body that deal with the uh, functions of the uh, organs. And that would be the pineal gland, i.e. spiritual sight. All of our glands would be affected. The whole endocrine system is affected. Oh, yeah, big time. So when people actually contemplate the thought of why am I feeling this way or why am I thinking this way? Well, look at how what you're doing to the physical body that correlates with your uh, mental body, your uh, spiritual body, and so forth. It's all a intricate web. You affect one part, it sends a vibratory uh, note through the entire web of the body itself uh, as well as spiritually. So with that, I'll wish y'all a fun weekend, what's left of it, and uh, I'll just have a green olive with my margarita, not rainbow. Okay, thanks a lot, Francis. I appreciate the comment. Kevin in Georgia, what would you like to say? Hi, girls. Thanks again. You know, RBN is just fantastic. We should really, really um, send our contributions to them. And the weekend, especially your show, is incredible. Um, as far as frequencies, I've been in electronics all my life. And, you know, uh, the Earth is like 7 hertz. And we're talking uh, gigahertz and terahertz that the, these people are beaming at us. And and if you're going to Mars and extended, besides radiation, um, you can't live without that 7 hertz. Your body needs it to survive. And as far as the uh, the weapons uh, CIA uses, they actually use uh, uh, weapons that don't use bullets. They use frequencies, and they fire it at you, and they can they can knock you off. And, uh, um, oh, there's just so much more to talk about, but um, I'm using a cell phone. When I put it close to my head, I can almost feel my head getting hot, so I try not to use it too much. Yeah, don't, don't. Go get yourself a laptop. Do yourself a favor. Get it wired and make your calls from Skype, as I'm doing right now. Don't use a cell phone, friends. Go get yourself a Skype phone number. 
For $18 every three months, people can call you, leave a message if you're not online, okay? And you call them back. You do get online. Exactly. You don't need Mm -hmm. this phone. If If you're in a location where you can get wired internet, then go the route of the laptop. Julie, do you want to add anything to that? Uh, For sure. Well, that brings us to our next point, which is that I smashed my cell phone when when I realized what it was doing to me. And I smashed it with a big old rock like like any good cave person would do if they were exposed to such a threat. And I highly recommend it. It was very cathartic. (laughs) (laughs) This is a wonderful thing to do, friends. Do not throw your cell phone in the water. Okay, because you may be harming the living things that are in the water. Smash the cell phone until you are quite sure there is nothing. (laughs) That's dead. (laughs) And you were saying, Julie, as you were smashing it, die, dark force, die. (laughs) And Kevin is stressing the difference in the frequencies. Okay, 7.83 hertz is the frequency of the earth. It is the frequency that our brain functions at properly. When you've got frequencies coming in in the billions and trillions of hertz, frequencies that are whipsawing the polarity of the water in your body and pretty soon the oxygen molecules of your body, when they start using 60 gigahertz, you better believe your body's taking a hit. Yeah, it's not normal. There's nothing that prepared us for this particular electrical environment on earth right now and we shouldn't have to adapt to it we should just start using better technology that doesn't do this and and it is available that's what i'm stressing to kevin and to everybody listening if you're in a place where you can get wired internet such as through optimum or frontier or whatever cable company you have in your area you call that cable company and say i'd like to get wired internet to my location can you make it available here you tell them you don't want wi-fi and we vote with our dollars this is how to make it happen we can complain about cell phones all we want but if we stop putting money into the enemy's bank account every month you know, that and instead pay for wired internet, then the business market will respond and it'll become more widely available. Yeah. And of course, I, I think I stressed this on last week's show. If you're in a location and you have a smart meter on your house, it is extremely important to call the electric company and tell them you want it off. That you uh, Maybe they'll only give you an opt-out meter, the opt-out meter which is still digital and still pulsing, except the difference is it's pulsing at 5 milliwatts per centimeter squared instead of 500,000. Okay, get the opt-out meter. Do whatever you need to do to create safety for yourself in your home or move. Do what I just did. And this is not easy, okay, to make a a move, like, and Julie's going to talk about her situation, right? But to make a move into an environment where there is no towers, where there are no smart meters, where you can get wired internet still, miraculously, 
but it's so rural that, you know, I got to drive 45 minutes, really, to get to a town that has, that has supplies. So it's a pain in the neck, but we have to restore God's program. All right. Kevin, did you want to say anything else before I let you go? Maybe he's gone. Julie, do you want to say anything? Uh, for sure. For yeah. sure. Yeah, I'm way out in the boonies out here myself. And um, so for many people, just getting wired internet will make a huge difference to their health instead of using a cell phone. For some people who have gone through this, the thresholding event, which may be 2 to 10% of the population, but it's hard to get a definitive number. But there's a certain percentage of people who have become sensitized to the point where no exposure is okay. And we don't have a choice but to become Wi-Fi refugees and leave civilization and move out here to remote areas. And then we, we regain our health. I pretty much have no health conditions right now at all. For 41, I'm in pretty good shape. But in when before before I found this remote area, I couldn't work. I couldn't make money. I was living in caves and just getting whatever money I could for groceries, dumpster dumpster diving, um, only organic food though, of course. And I, you know, eating wild edible plants and just doing the best I could. But it was not an option to go into town and to on a regular basis and to work and you can't get disability for this. Uh, Nobody really cares. People just tell you you're nuts. I lost touch with friends and family and uh, mostly had to go at it alone until I found this remote area and regained my health. And now I own my own farm and I work all day if I want and have a, have goats in a garden and go hiking and um, just have a really enjoyable, meaningful life. Yay. Good for you. I'm not quite there yet. I feel I also have had very, very severe financial issues. And interestingly enough, uh, even before I became what what I would call sensitive, um, I was was homeless for a number of years living on Maui after full-blown PTSD, losing an infant, losing my marriage, all kinds of stuff had occurred with my nervous system already. And I was living outside for a number of years, but that was in Hawaii. Yes, I really value the experience of having lived outside for that yeah. time and reconnecting with the earth. But when I, when I crashed from the radiation, I didn't want to go back to that because I was trying to to build my online work. Do you know what I mean? Like I was writing books and for sure, for sure. Several websites. I didn't want to go back to living in the forest. It's rough. It's very rough. It's really rough. And it's really amazing at the same time. Both. Yeah. I mean, it's extraordinarily empowering to reconnect with the earth in that way. But I was in Hawaii trying to do that here on the mainland where it goes down to into the teens at night. Yeah, it, you know? it, it, was, it wasn't always easy. I mean, I survived many winters living outside and just had a warm sleeping bag. Wow. And wow. but the, but those are the kind see, those are the kind of challenges I uh, that I I at least can accept it. It's 
wind, cold, bugs, like these are all real things, but getting Wi-Fi, it's something that I just, my mind rebels against that. It's not right. I agree. I agree. We have another caller. If you, um, Melissa from Maryland, what would you like to say? Hi, I like listening to you and spending time with you. It's just I don't get to do it every Saturday, which is neither here nor there. But um, I have a few questions about everyday things because not everybody is in the same position. So I've got three or four questions about what you're discussing. How are you supposed to escape Wi-Fi and smart meters when everybody around you has one? Well, that's a tough one. I had to, I escaped it by moving out of civilization and getting away from people and living alone for weeks and months at a time. It's, it's not, there's not an easy answer to that. My suggestion for that is if you don't want to, you know, go out into the woods or live in a cave or whatever it is in, in the forest, get yourself a Faraday canopy around your bed at least around your bed, and try to get a bigger one than your bed so you could fit a chair and a table in there and bring a wired computer into the Faraday canopy so you could spend time in there during the day as well as while you sleep. And if you want more information about this, please email me at JaniceBarcello at Yahoo.com because this is how I survived on Long Island for a number of years was with a, a canopy, and I didn't have any money to get the canopy. I actually had a supporter loan me the money. It took me two and a half years to pay her back. Hey. But hey. I got the canopy. Right. Well, you know, there's, there's, you know, I, I, I get that. Um, okay, next question. Does it make any difference what kind of electric meter that you have? Does the brand make a difference? Which? Yeah, it makes a difference whether it's analog or digital. Okay, so if we are if we are able to take a picture of the meter and or send you the meter information, you can tell us. Um, you can tell us about the meter. Yes. Yeah, if you send me a picture, I'll tell you if it's a smart meter or not just by looking at it. Okay, and then. Okay. Um, and then the, the other question is, what about using a flip phone? Do you know what a flip phone is? Yeah, Julie, what do you think of that idea? <laughs> well, I'd say it's still it's still bad, but, I mean, it's probably less bad than a smartphone. I would still go to a landline if at all possible, though. A flip phone? Yeah, well, I... It, it, it just, I, I don't know if, if you are aware of, of phone prices, and I'm not criticizing your answer, but, you know, landlines are probably twice as much as, um, as cell phones are, and you can go out and get yourself a prepaid cell phone for $20 a month. And so, you know, if you have $40, you can, you know, start using... Uh, uh, a cell phone so I, I understand that but landlines are just usually like twice as much and you can't always even convince the electric company to install one I'm dealing with my company right now uh, myself out here and negotiating one and you can do what I stressed you can get wired internet to your house get a Skype phone number make your yeah. house from 
Okay. Make your calls It's very simple. Just, yeah, no, no. I get you. The, the, the last comment that I'll make is that if you have a flip phone, you will avoid calling people accidentally. So, anyway. Look, the flip phones may... When you have an iPhone, your iPhone is going to be pulsing every 30 seconds or so. There's going to be a burst of radiation, whether it's in use or not. If it's in use, your phone will be in the red chronically. The red on a meter means extreme danger. Leave the area now. Okay? And when you're talking on your phone, that's where you're at. When you're not talking on your phone, you're still getting jackhammered, pulsed every 30 seconds. You understand? That's the iPhone. The flip phones may be pulsing a bit less, but they're still dangerous. The flip phones, you can also pull out the battery, which is a bonus. Pull out that damn battery every night when you're sleeping. Because even if you try to turn your iPhone off, it doesn't mean it's off. There might be all kinds of apps working in the background, friends. You have to understand that this is weaponry we're talking about. And if you have to pay a little bit more money to keep yourself safe, I recommend you consider doing that. And telling your higher self you need to up the amount of money that's coming in in order to keep yourself safe. If you've got work to do on this earth and you don't want to die, then you will be supported by your higher self to manifest the money necessary to keep you alive. It's all a choice. Sorry to be tough on people, but we got to get this. I have another caller. Um, Thank you, Melissa. These are very good questions. Yeah, thank you for Chris, what would you like to say? Oh, hi, Janice. Um, hi. Yeah, uh, talking about a few things, uh, cell phone bursts. Uh, if you put your phone next to um, uh, FM radio, you can, especially on an empty frequency, you can hear it uh, bursting. And when you take it uh, off of uh, airplane mode, especially, it'll start communicating and start reporting back to the tower Um or when you put it in airplane mode, it'll start to, uh, it'll give out one final little burst to report on you, I guess, <laughs> your location maybe. Um, and um, also you can uh, put your phone on your uh, wireless router, or your, your route, you can wire it into your router with an RJ45 adapter. So you can make outgoing calls, although uh, it doesn't allow incoming calls. If you get an incoming call, you can uh, then just call them back. Um, you know, because the incoming calls have to go through wireless through your uh, through the cell tower. So uh, that's an RJ45 adapter, and you can uh, you have to get one to, for your specific phone. Like uh, if it's a, a iPhone, then you have to get it for that, or a USB A or USB C, which I think are more common now. Um, that's a type of RJ45 adapter you need to connect to your Ethernet cable to wire it into your router, and. Um, a couple of questions, uh, because I've heard recently when I was, when I'm um, waking up or meditating, uh, I hear uh, these, you know, I guess, uh, bursts. Uh, that's a, it's a constant burst of um, energy, and uh, it seems like there's a pause in them. Now, pause is 
relaxing, but it's you know it's, it's when it's going through the bursting uh, the energy burst uh, period. Uh, you know, like the, it sounds it really sounds like a like I said the interference you hear on a radio when the FM um, radio you put your phone next to, and uh, you know so the when I'm as I'm hearing the energy bursts, it's very stressful and tense, and uh, the brief pauses are relaxing. So um, I think that has a lot to do with uh, the EMF. I don't know if anyone can relate to hearing or that, you know, getting the hearing and feeling that at the same time. Uh, but uh, as, as tense as it is, I, I can't imagine, um, you know, how people would feel looking forward to the next little brief uh, pause in those bursts that... Uh, that um, you know might put you on edge, and then oh, it's back again, and you're hearing, you're feeling it again, and maybe if you can't hear it, you're certainly probably feeling it. I don't know if uh, any of those who are sensitive like yourselves can relate to that. And lastly, um, the second question is: What sites are good retailers for products, or should I just email you at uh, Janice Barcello at Yahoo dot com? Yeah, please email me, and I'll give you whatever information you need about where to get shielding and. Meters. Everybody should have an EMF meter at this point. I do want to speak to this. I'm sure Julie does too about the hearing. Okay, that um, first of all, you're picking up the pulsed, the pulsed modulated frequencies. You have to understand what this is doing to your electrical system, to your nervous system. Every time there's a pulse, your heart can leap. You know, your whole electrical system is being interfered with through this pulsing. The pulsed frequencies are the most biologically damaging. That's why they are being used. They'll tell you they're being used for a number of other reasons. They're being used to kill you. Okay, that's what they're for. And they will eventually kill you and your pets and your children and everything in the environment. People can hear these frequencies. Not all people have the capacity I certainly hear them 24-7. I am hearing the ultrasound, the ultrasound that is coming off of every single wireless device because these frequencies are in the ultrasonic range. And ultrasound works in tandem with the radiation grid, with the wireless grid. These are interconnected energies. Other people can hear the microwaves. They can hear... Um, a click, 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 or a knock, 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 or a hissing. Okay, there's all kinds of ways people are hearing what's coming off this grid. And when you use an AM radio, you're hearing the dirty electricity. That's what you're actually hearing. That's a li- That's connected to, of course, but separate from the RF frequencies, the radiation frequencies that you will hear with a proper EMF meter. So there's a lot that people can be hearing. There's a lot that people are hearing. The medical. One, one more quick thing. The medical establishment covers it up by saying it's tinnitus. No, it's microwave hearing. No, it's ultrasonic hearing. These are things, friends. The medical establishment won't tell you. Before we go back to you, Chris, I want to ask Julie if she wants to say anything about this. Right. I don't personally hear it. I feel it more as a prickling in my skin or pains in my head um, and like a physical sensation. But I've heard of people hearing it. 
And I certainly know a lot of people with tinnitus also. Yeah, so they're hearing the grid. They're hearing what's coming off this grid and what's coming off their own devices. And this is especially true for people with smart meters. Right. This is when you when actually people start getting very sensitive and start developing tinnitus. And well, what- well, we first we first came became sensitive around 2011, 2012, which was, I believe, around the years that smart meters became a thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, Chris, did you have something else you wanted to ask? Yeah. Janice, yourself or anyone else who's listening wants to call in. Uh, do you hear and feel at the same time, you know, as the burst is going, as I mentioned, the tension, the emotional tension, and then uh, when it pauses, the brief respite uh, of relaxation, and, uh, you know, it's like, oh, here we go again, once it starts up, you know, you the brief pause, uh, you, you get a, just a moment to, you know, savor the brief uh, seconds, the brief uh, moment, <laughs> it's less than a second, and uh, then it starts up again, and I've had that um, in the old place that I was living. I mentioned uh, recently when I called in that I've moved, and it's less so uh, probably we've because... Got, we've got about old- one minute left. We've got about one minute left, so I'm going to ask you to wrap it up. Yeah, okay, you are yeah, hearing... Your email, your email is uh, Janice, I guess, J-E-A-N-I-C-E-B-A-R-C-E-L-O, that's one L. And, uh, yep. and you're at yahoo.com. At, at yahoo.com. People with okay. questions about this, please email me. This is very important. Julie, how do people find you, your book? We've only got 30 seconds left. Yeah, the book you can find on Amazon. It's called Under a Rock, an Electrosensitive Survival Guide. Julia Lupine, like the flower. And I'm also recently on Facebook. So you can friend me and give me likes. Okay. Under, under Julia Lupine. Julia Lupine, L-U-P-I-N-E, yes? Yes. Yeah, please go buy her book. Please donate to those of us that are sensitive because we do have a hard time making ends meet. It's not like we can go get a job. And please donate to the station to keep this information flowing. We'll be back next week, friends, with another interesting guest. I'm looking forward to talking with him. Julie, thanks so much. Thank you. all my callers thank you so much to frank my producer thank you so much to rbn thank you so much we'll see you next week friends take care Hello, hello, hello from beautiful Colorado. My name is Samuel Jung Kay, and I am currently the lead Shilajee hunter and master herbalist for Colorado Shilajee Company. In this video series, I will be discussing what we believe is the greatest of all adaptogenic superfoods and the single greatest natural healing remedy gifted to us by Mother Earth. I think you too will become as excited by this incredible substance called Shilajee as we were and are after our discovery of this amazing gift right here in beautiful, colorful Colorado. You may already know Shilajit by other names. Shilajit, Momio, Momi, Mami, Mineral Pitch, Asphaltum, and others. 
Shiloji literally translates to destroyer of weakness and conqueror of mountains. Shiloji has been in use for thousands of years and is considered as the highest valued cure-all of any earthly substance. Look for the gold mountain and medical symbol logo in banners on republicbroadcasting.org to watch the full video and see more information. Use code GORBN when ordering. That's G-O-R-B-N. This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network. 